Welcome to the podcast of Conversations with Friends, heard every week on KAOI Radio in Maui, Hawaii. Good morning. Welcome to Conversations with Friends with Mary Almwake, exploring ways to live our lives more fully in this wonderful world. We welcome your calls and thoughts at 242-7800. Conversations with Friends is brought to you on KAOI by Unity of Maui, where the heart is at home. Now, here's your host, Mary Omwake. Good morning, Maui. This is Jim Jacobson sitting in for Mary Omwake. Mary's feeling a little bit under the weather today, so we send her lots of white light and love, and I know she's going to be uh, feeling better very soon, perhaps even as soon as this evening when uh, Unity is going to be hosting the first of a 12-week program called The Four T's, which is a fantastic program on prosperity. It goes uh, starting tonight for 12 weeks. The program itself is from 6.45 until 9 p.m. And if you're interested in checking it out, you can come by the church uh, around 6 p.m. tonight at 483 High Street and learn a little bit about how the 4T program works. We have two great guests today. The first guest is going to be Wayne Dyer, who is Maui's own best-selling author and uh, is going to be hosting... um, at, at, with us this Sunday at the, uh, not not at the Maui Tropical Plantation, but at the um, Castle Theater. Is Wayne there with us right now? I'm looking at our engineer. We're trying to get him on the line. And our second guest in our second half hour is going to be a good friend of mine, Lynn Rasmussen, who is also a Maui author. She is the author of the forthcoming book, How to Live with a Man. Yes, How to Live with a Man. It actually gets a lot of chuckles, but she's a systems engineer, and she'll tell us a little bit about that and how it works and how she's taken this scientific approach to systems thinking and applied it to relationships. Today's word of the day from The Daily Word, which is a publication that Unity Village puts out, is take a break. And let me tell you, that certainly has applicability in my life these days. We've been having um, all sorts of technical issues, both at my home office and here at the radio station. So the idea of just taking a break, which is today's word of the day, has a lot of um, application. Now I think our technical stuff is fixed. Wayne, are you with us? I'm with you. Hi, Wayne. How are you? I'm great, thanks. It is uh, another beautiful day in Maui, and we, when you were speaking with us last time, uh, we were promoting the Ram Das event, which was at the Castle Theater, and right. that was an amazing event. We had w- a lot of people, more folks than we expected. Well, not more than I expected, maybe more than you did. Yeah. <laughs> I expected it to be a full house, because yeah. uh, I always expect that. And uh, But it was, uh, yeah, it was a great turnout. It was I think six or seven hundred people came that night. It, it was, was it was amazing, and people were talking about it for weeks after. It was a wonderful, wonderful event. Ramdas is uh, is a beautiful, divine being, in my opinion, and uh, you know I love him very much. And I, being able to help him out that way was just terrific. We raised quite a bit of money for him, and uh, you know he's the man who uh, started a lot of this. And and he had a stroke in 1997, and um, he. Um, gave away almost all of his money to charity so he never charged for uh, spe- for speaking fees and uh, didn't take any royalties for his book sales and uh, and now he's at a place in his life where he needs uh, help and he just he's been helping people his whole life so it's nice to have it turn around and he lives here on Maui now out in Haiku and uh, I talk to him almost every day what what was so touching uh was was how you and him had actually never met face to face right 
Not before, until, uh, until he moved, he moved a few out. months ago, yeah. yeah. And yeah. so this is someone who you'd been admiring from afar and, and, uh, and in many ways, you said modeling the way you approach speaking. He has. He, he, um, I started listening to him in the 60s when mm-hmm. I was still in, in college. And um, I think Be Here Now was written, I think, in 68, if I'm not mistaken. And mm-hmm. uh, it was just the, it was the, the signature book. It was the, the beginning of uh, so much of this. And he, um, I would listen to his tapes um, they, wherever he would speak for the Hanuman Foundation or wherever, and the people would send me his tapes. And, and I became um, just a, a huge devotee of his. And, and they, just the way that he would approach the, um, an audience, I mean, he would always come in from the back. Uh, he never had like any grand entrances. There was nothing theatrical about him at all. Nothing phony in any way. Not, you know, not, it wasn't about a performance. Mm-hmm. I mean, he would be there, and the places were almost always sold out. And I, I came to see him speak many times, and, and uh, he would just walk in amongst the people and uh, and talk to them and uh, and hug them and, uh, and and just love them. And um, that's something that I I learned to to do. I practiced myself. Uh, Oops, there's somebody calling me. I'll have to tell him another time. Uh, it's, part, it's part of all the uh, technical things that we've been dealing with today, yeah. Wayne. I, I promise you. Yeah. It is not an anomaly. Well, this Sunday you're going to be speaking at Unity, where we're also going to be reconvening at the Maori Arts and Cultural Center. It's going to be at 1030. What are you going to be talking about? Well, you know, I just really don't know yet, but probably uh, about uh, a, a book that I've just completed, which won't be out until uh, March. It's called um, Inspiration, Your Ultimate Calling. And I think it's, uh, I'll be speaking about uh, living an inspired life and some of the people that have inspired me and the uh, kinds of things that you can do to return yourself to what the world, real word inspiration means. It means to live in spirit and mm-hmm. to connect yourself back to the spirit from which you came and, and to make that the, uh, the really the focal point of all of your thoughts and all of your behavior and all of your uh, interactions in your life and to live an inspired life. I, but I never know. My daughter, Sky, is here. She just got in yesterday, and she sings with me on all the public television uh, shows that I've done, and she's going to be singing uh, two songs. Uh, one of them is uh, a song that she uh, has written called You Inspire Me, and um, the other is uh, a song that was written about uh, a man uh, who was a great artist who committed suicide in uh, 1890 on uh, July the 27th. His name was Vincent Van Gogh. Mm-hmm. The song's called Starry, Starry Night. Uh, one of his famous paintings. Yes, yes. Well, speaking of public television, you've raised... How much money have you helped to raise for PBS? Well, it's, it's a little over $100 million at this point. And that's, um, yeah, that's... that's those, those are numbers that are just absolutely mind-boggling to it, me. But, uh, it really is. And, and, and basically... For for those people who haven't seen one of these PBS specials, you're, it's it's a presentation based on one of your books. Yeah, there's been three. There's actually been three three four hour shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first ones were um, uh, How to Get What You Really 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 Want and Improving Your Life Using the Wisdom of the Ages, which was a book that I had written based on two of the books, Manifest Your Destiny and uh, Wisdom of the Ages. The second uh, two shows were based on. Uh, there's a spiritual solution to every problem and uh, 10 secrets for success and inner peace. And both of those shows did just enormously well. And then, then PBS, we, we actually had to put up the money to do the shows our first, uh, at the beginning, mm-hmm. myself and Hay House, Louise Hay and myself. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because they didn't think that the the public would be uh, willing to spend, uh, you know, to send in money uh, for messages about spirituality and higher consciousness. And it turns out that they were very wrong, and I knew they were. Well, that's my point. That is, isn't that amazing? That, that I mean, so many people have have resonated with the messages in those programs that it has attracted all those dollars to PBS. And you just don't see this type of programming, even on PBS, that much. No, you don't. You don't see it very much at all. But, you know, I lecture. I've been lecturing for 30 years, and I've been, I don't think there's a, a, a city, a, a large city of, of any, excuse me. Great, I'm on the phone. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's my kids out there having a good time. Um, I don't think there's, uh, you know, there's there's been a... Um, uh, a show, you know, of this magnitude, of this kind of thing, uh, any place out there. But the, but whenever I lecture out there, or not just myself, but there's many of us out there who are right. giving giving these kinds of lectures, including Mary, um, your minister here at uh, uh, you know Unity of Maui. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's always sold or sold out venues, and it's always uh, you know lots and lots of people there, and uh, people read the books, and uh, you know if you look at the bestseller lists and you look at uh, you know, go into the bookstores and see what people are buying. It's generally there's uh, there's books about how to improve the quality of your life, books about spirituality uh, and and higher consciousness. These are these are amongst the most popular uh, items uh, that are sold in bookstores across the country. So there's a uh, and even uh, me- uh, movies that have these kinds of themes, uh, people really you know resonate to and so on. But uh, for some reason, they just didn't think that that that, that would work. And I, I always had a knowing that it would if you if you can if you can deliver it in the right way. And we've been very, very blessed. And public television, of course, has been the beneficiary. But so has the country, because uh, I always say I'm not raising money for PBS. I'm, I'm, I'm helping to raise the consciousness of the whole country. Why do you suppose there isn't a 24-hour network, or at least a network that dedicates more than a few hours a week or a month to this type of programming? Well, you know, Jim, I think there is, um, and it's starting to happen. I mean, the Wisdom, the Wisdom Channel, and, and there's, a, there's a few of them that are starting up because, I mean, now what? There are about 540 slots on the television right. station. But um, the, uh, I think you're going to see more of that. I, you know, they, they now have, you know, they have stations that do nothing but golf, and, right. they, and they're profitable, and they have right. stations that, you know, every little specialty that you can think of. And I've been approached to do it, but uh, it's not my inclination. Um, you know, to be tie myself down to a studio and do this kind of programming, but I think it's coming, and I think that people will be. I've always said that. I, you know, I don't know if you if you're old enough to remember, um, but back in the um, in the in the fifties, there was a guy named Bishop Sheen, Bishop Fulton Sheen. That would be before my time. Yeah, and uh, late fifties, early sixties. I think it was in the late fifties, and uh, he was a Catholic priest. And he lectured uh, on television. He was on uh, on Tuesday nights just before the Milton Berle show. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, and I was a kid. I was you know eight, you know ten, twelve years old, whatever it was. And um, my my stepfather used to watch watch him every. And he had the p- biggest audience in the country. And he just got up there. He was a very charismatic uh, guy, and he would just get up. I can still, so I can see a picture. It's almost as if he's standing right here in the room with me right now. And he would just talk about spirituality and about awareness and about God and about uh, you know about peace and love. And it wasn't so, sort of a religious thing. It was just he, and it was a very very popular show. And he would speak for a half an hour. And I've often said that I've approached uh, networks and so on. I said, you know, why don't you do a show that's called the greatest speakers in the world or the greatest speakers in America, and take the top orators, the top the people who are out there that fill venues all the time that people want to hear 
and uh, and and have a different one on every week and just run a a prime time show from say seven thirty to eight o'clock at night and one week feature you know whoever it is and and there's 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 a good handful of those people there's twenty or twenty five people out there who can really command uh, you know an audience and they're are very very good speakers and have a great message and I think uh, you know people would uh, would turn out uh, you know for that because I was told you know that people wouldn't uh, wouldn't tune in for uh, you know mes- messages on on spirituality you know that these shows run four hours it's amazing four hours in prime time and this isn't and high production i mean this isn't the snazzy stuff that network executives think you need to attract an audience no. this is just a, a man on a stage it's a lecture i mean yeah. it costs quite a bit to put them together but not that much about uh, the budget for putting the whole thing together including all cost travel everything's about three hundred and fifty thousand dollars yeah which is and a pittance compared to even some of these reality shows. That, yes, yeah, exactly. Quote, and, unquote, reality shows. And you put people up there and you give them an audience, and if you can entertain them and make it compelling and educational and, and entertaining, people will watch. And you don't, you know, the idea that we have to have explosions and we have to have uh, chase scenes and that, and that we have to have, uh, uh, you know, people uh, speaking, uh, in, you know, in, in nasty kind of profane kinds of ways, people making fun of each other. That and also the whole idea that the, the attention span of people is very very small. So that I don't know if you noticed, but you know, on the MTVs and the things that appeal to young people, they, they even the music videos, they don't give you more than ten seconds or five seconds even of, of an image, and they have to shift it because they think you have you constantly have to have something new, uh, because people just can't keep their attention focused on something. And I think the, the kind of PBS shows that we're talking about here, I think disprove that kind of thing at all. People will sit and watch, and they don't have to have, you know, all kinds of uh, you know theatrics and computer generated, uh, generated, uh, you know, Flashing theatrical in, yeah. kinds of things in order to make it uh, to make it entertaining. Does the fact that people are going to sit with this today, do you, are you does that make you an optimist about the the sense of American? Uh, consciousness oh absolutely so, do you do you think it's a lot a marked difference from that time in the in the late 1950s or 1960s when when uh that guy would get on the television i forgot his name already fulton bishop, fulton bishop, bishop machine would, would get on do you, have you noticed a difference in terms of people's openness to this type of concept that i think it's always been there to tell you the truth mm-hmm. I, I i think that uh we we grossly uh mis misread what people are wanting you know, there was a wonderful movie published, uh, created a few years ago. It was, called, uh, it was Forrest Gump, remember? Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Tom Hanks. And, and it had a wonderful message. It was, a, you know, it, it was kind of a fantasy kind of thing, but it, was a, it had just real, you know, good, like, spiritual messages behind it and kindness in it and, and all of this. And it was like one of the, you know, the, the, the real top-grossing movies of, of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Field of Dreams, you, you remember Absolutely, that? Absolutely, yeah. We'll uh, build it and they will come. Yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, these kind when you when you really produce it well, and uh, I mean, I wrote a novel a few years back called Gifts from Icus, which is the story of a woman who lived on another planet in a different reality system where people couldn't be crazy and neurotic, and she came here and couldn't understand why people were choosing to be neurotic and so on. That was the, that was the whole theme of it. And I think that someday it'll make a, a terrific movie if it's done right. Those kinds of things that. That people leave feeling, you know, um, uh, optimistic and good. There's a movie I just saw recently called Life as a House. I think it's called. I don't mm-hmm. have you seen that. I have not seen it. People have referred that to me. Yeah, it's just a wonderful, wonderful film. And, and and you know, and people will come out and watch that rather than just believe.
believing that we have to have gore and we have to have uh, you know uninspiring kinds of things. And yeah, I'm, very, I'm always optimistic about, it, but I'm optimistic about everything. I think uh, I, I think the world is getting better, not worse. It is getting better because I don't pay attention to the media and I don't pay attention to you know organizations that are designed to find bad news and to and to to feed it to us, force feed it to us on a continuing basis. But I think for every act of evil that you see portrayed in the world and the media, there's a million acts of kindness, and, and that's where I put my attention, and that's how I think humanity is going. And, and um, uh, this other stuff, I think, will, uh, will subside. Ultimately, it'll, it'll pass. But, do you, but you have to watch CNN and, and read the newspaper. I do, I do watch it, but I, when, I do, when I watch it, I, just, I watch it to be informed, but I don't allow myself to become depressed like in in london mm-hmm. you know uh, the other day i i am not going to uh sit here in you know ten thousand miles away from london and uh and become and, and feel bad because of what happened over there because i just become part of the hatred mm-hmm. you know if i hate hatred uh if i hate people who hate other people i become part of the problem because hatred itself is the problem mm-hmm. so i choose to feel good uh which means god i use good and god synonymously and I think that by doing that and keeping my consciousness on God and on spirit, I know that, see, if, if, if I knew that uh, my feeling bad would, would make something better someplace on the planet, then I would be promoting that. But it doesn't. You can't feel bad enough to make anybody feel good anywhere on the, in the entire planet. And you can't get sick enough to uh, make anybody, to heal anybody. And you can't, you, know, you can't get confused enough to unconfuse anybody. You can't get sad enough to uh, make anybody happy. Uh, so the only thing that you can do is choose to be in a consciousness of, uh, of, of God, and that's what I choose to do. And so I look at that and I say, uh, I didn't sign up for that, and I don't sign up to be full of hatred. And, uh, and, and by being in a state of love, I, I always think of what St. Francis said, that uh, you know, where there is hatred, let me bring love. Mm-hmm. And that's what I choose to do, and not where there's hatred, bring more hatred, and then create more of the same thing that we're trying to get rid of. What you focus on, yeah. you attract more. Wayne, please stay with us. We'll be right back after okay. these messages. Do you dream of owning a home or consolidating debt with the refinance? Hawaii's premier mortgage company can make your dream of owning your home in paradise a reality, or they can help in the refinance of your existing home with their experience guaranteed lowest rates, exceptional customer service, and a little magic. Premier Mortgage can get you a home loan to fit your needs. To find out about Hawaii's premier mortgage various loan programs, call Trisha Morris and the magicians at either office location. Location. Call Premier Mortgage in Kihei at 874-8800 or in West Maui, call 665-8800. Are you looking for a luxury resort property in Wailea, McKenna, or Kapalua? Or maybe you have a home that you'd like to sell. Ron Calvert and Scott Dean of Caldwell Banker Island Properties at the Grand Wailea Resort Hotel offer you experience, integrity, and a proven track record. They can be reached at 875-7000. Ron and Scott can also assist you in staging your home to maximize its potential. They can be reached at 875-7000. Give them a call. Conversations with Friends with Mary Omwake is a presentation of Unity on Maui. We are a trans-denominational community and invite you to join us in Sunday morning celebration at 10 a.m. at the Maui Tropical Plantation in Waikapu. Unity also offers children's church and nursery services. If you'd like to join our families of sponsors on Conversations with Friends, please call us at Unity at 242-9327. 
Now, once again, on Conversations with Friends, here's Mary Almwake. It's Jim Jacobson sitting in for Mary with our special guest, Dr. Wayne Dyer, who is going to be our special guest this Sunday at the Maui Arts and Cultural Center at a special time at 10.30 a.m. at the Castle Theater. Wayne, you, are you with us? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You shared last time you were with us uh, a, an anecdote that had just occurred when you were walking on the beach with the butterfly, mm. and we got so much feedback after that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you can you kind of recap that story? And, and you know what? I'm going to do that on Sunday. I you think. Are. Okay. Yeah, then I it's think worth. I'm going to tell that, and I'm, I'm glad you reminded me of that. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's one of those things. I mean, I'm not you know saying I wouldn't do it now, right. but it's. Uh, I think I'm going to save it for Sunday because it's. It's you know I just finished this book on inspiration, and I had written about butterflies, and then this uh, magical experience happened that uh, really just. Uh, it absolutely blew me away, and I and I think that uh, it's it's become it's become actually much more common for me now, because when you start getting your consciousness uh, aligned in a place called God realization, uh, spirit starts to speak to you, and I and, and I think spirit doesn't speak to it, doesn't hand us notes, and it doesn't make phone calls, it doesn't use the material world, it speaks to us in, in alignments of energy, mm-hmm. and when things start aligning, when the same kind of things start appearing over and over again, the same kind of uh, words appear, uh, and when animals and, uh, and creatures who are, whose DNA are, are designed to stay away from you suddenly shift. Uh, I always remember what Joe Goldsmith said in uh, The Art of Spiritual Healing. He said, in the, uh, he said uh, that uh, the material laws do not apply in the presence of the God realized. Mm-hmm. And that's what he meant, but that's like sort of explaining the miracles of Jesus and so on, that when you approach God realization, that the, the, the rules that you think apply about cause and effect and things have to be a certain way and gravity applies and uh, animals behave in a certain way, none of those things uh, uh, you know, are, uh, are, are what you have to tune into any longer. And all you have to do is move your energy up into being more aligned with God, and uh, you'll start seeing these kinds of things happen more and more and more. So I'll share that story on Sunday. So those of you listening and watching, uh, listening right now, it's uh, it's going to be at the Castle Theater, the Maui Arts and Cultural Center. It's a church service. It's a love offering, and it's um, we usually fill that place every year. And how many years have you been doing this? I think this is my 22nd consecutive year. This is Wayne's special gift to Unity Yeah, I don't Maui. take any money for this, by the way. This is a gift back to the to the community. So all the money goes to the Unity Church. What was it like back 26 years ago when you It was you over in... Uh, uh, Wakapu, I think it was. Wakapu, yeah. Wakapu, and it was uh, a tiny little room, and there might have been 50 or 60 people in there, and they were all standing around posts and so on. And, uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was wonderful. It was just as much energy. It's just now we get a, we get a thousand people or more. So. How times have changed. Yes. Well, Wayne, we are so grateful that you help out uh, Unity with with this every year, and we will see you on Sunday at 10.30 at the Castle Theater. Thanks for being on our show today. Thank you. God bless you, Jim. God bless you. And good luck with your book, too, by the way. Thank you very much. How to Meditate with Your Dog. Thank you. Go for it. Great, great, great job. Thanks a lot, Wayne. God bless you. God bless. My book comes out in October, How to Meditate with Your Dog. We're actually still figuring out the cover for it. If you can uh, do me a favor, please log on to our website, howtomeditatewithyourdog.com. And pick one of the three covers. It's amazing. We've gotten, I think, about, I don't know, 300 people who have responded with the survey. And you'd figured that it would make it really easy to figure out which is the best cover. Uh Uh-uh. They're neck and neck. So, if you will, please... 
go on to their website. It really takes about 30 seconds to fill it out and, and help me out, and I'd be most grateful. We're going to take a break, but when we come back, Lynn Rasmussen, who is a 30-plus-year veteran of living on Maui, she is the author of a forthcoming book, How to Live with a Man, and she's a systems engineer. She'll tell us a little bit about that right after this. Do you dream of owning a home or consolidating debt with a refinance? Hawaii's premier mortgage company can make your dream of owning your home in paradise a reality, or they can help in the refinance of your existing home with their experience guaranteed lowest rates, exceptional customer service, and a little magic. Premier Mortgage can get you a home loan to fit your needs. To find out about Hawaii's premier mortgage various loan programs, call Trisha Morris and the magicians at either office location. Call Premier Mortgage in Kihei at 874-8800 or in West Maui, call 665-8800. Are you looking for a luxury resort property in Wailea, McKenna, or Kapalua? Or maybe you have a home that you'd like to sell. Ron Calvert and Scott Dean of Caldwell Banker Island Properties at the Grand Wailea Resort Hotel offer you experience, integrity, and a proven track record. They can be reached at 875-7000. Ron and Scott can also assist you in staging your home to maximize its potential. They can be reached at 875-7000. Give them a call. Conversations with Friends with Mary Omwake is a presentation of Unity on Maui. We are a trans-denominational community and invite you to join us in Sunday morning celebration at 10 a.m. at the Maui Tropical Plantation in Waikapu. Unity also offers children's church and nursery services. If you'd like to join our families of sponsors on Conversations with Friends, please call us at Unity at 242-9327. Now, once again, on Conversations with Friends, here's Mary Omwake. It's Jim Jacobson sitting in for Mary Wake. Mary's a little under the weather today, so we send her lots of love and light and know that she will be well soon, hopefully for this evening's presentation of the Four T's. If she's not there, someone else will be running it. But the Four T's is a 12-week prosperity program that I took a few years ago, and I highly recommend it. Um, the program runs tonight from 6.45 until 9 p.m. It's this Tuesday and every Tuesday for the next 12 weeks. If you'd like to find out a little bit more about the program, please come by for a special preview tonight at 6 p.m. And all of this happens at Unity Church at 483 South High Street here in Wailuku. Now joining us is Lynn Rasmussen. Hi, Lynn. Hello, Jim. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm thrilled to be here. It's kind of rough following Dr. Wayne Dyer, who's one of the best speakers on the planet. Well, you're one, you're certainly one of my favorite speakers. Oh, uh, thank you. Thank you. Lynn and I and uh, two other wonderful uh, ladies get together every Thursday for a writer's confab uh, in Kihei. And we go over, we've been doing this for almost two years now, and, oh, we, yeah. and we go over each other's work. So uh, Wayne Dyer was talking about my book, How to Meditate with Your Dog, which is actually co-authored by one of our other writers, uh, Christine Madera. And we all get together every Thursday, and it's an amazing group, and it's just a great opportunity for writers who are usually very much in solitude to get with other folks and exchange ideas. And the book, Lynn's book, is called How to Live with a Man. And that title always gets chuckles when when you tell them. Oh, definitely, every time. But what is it really about? Well, everybody, you know, I could just come out and say I have a 30-year marriage and I have wonderful advice for everybody, but 
but my book is not based on my personal experience. It's based on a systems view of the world. And my background, I have 10 years of experience and background in systems thinking and systems theory. People say, well, what is that? Well, Yeah, I was going to say, what is that? What is that, yes. Well, about in about 19, the 1940s and 1950s, there was a realization among physicists, economists, uh, biologists, and engineers that, that they were all specialists and that the big problems in the world are complex. And specialists can't fix the big problems. Well, guess what? We're complex systems. Mm -hmm. And so are relationships. They're very complex systems. And, and psychology, philosophy, religion even, they're, they're quite the study of we've managed within academics to split ourselves up. And it's very difficult to approach a complex system from a fragment of view. So you approach it really from a holistic Absolutely, yes. Perspective. Do you, is it a diagramming process? Because when you, when you talk about those different disciplines, that sounds like you're diagramming things and looking at them and then, and then merging them together. Actually, I'm transcending them and just asking different questions from the start. Oh, give me I'm an example. Say, here's an example. Yeah. I'll say, um, I will say, for an example, I live, I'm embedded as a complex system within my relationship, which is a complex system. I know I can't fix that system. I'm part of it. I'm not going to attempt to go back into the history of it and try to figure out what went wrong and fix it because I know complex systems simply don't work that way. Mm -hmm. Instead, I'll consider, hmm, a better design of the system. I'll consider what I really want. What is an ideal image of the more perfect system and design my life that direction. That means my husband and I don't need to have to be on the same page. In fact, being very different is more interesting. It's important for great design. I think instead in terms of design rather than management. Is that what, is that one of the keys when you when you when you talk about how to live with a man? It's that you don't because generally you think, well, you've heard opposites attract, and then the corollary of that or the opposite side of that is that you really need to be the same type of, of personality. Right. And by taking a systems approach, that's not necessarily the case. Right. I think what you need is, is great design, and great design requires diversity and variety. It requires having fun and bringing in interesting ideas, and men and women are very different, and they are designed differently on purpose. And together, we can create great relationships. We simply have to know how. How is a woman designed? Differently from Different, a man? Well, I was going to say differently from a man, but how is a woman designed? I mean, this goes to how they think. This Doesn't this fit into some of the stereotypes of, well, women think this way, men think this way? Well, anybody who's had children, and if you have a girl or a boy, you see distinct differences between men and women. For example. Men think differently than women. I don't get into too much the Mars-Venus differences, but there are plenty of studies out there, hundreds of studies out there that show the differences between men and women and the way they think. Women tend to be more, less analytical and more holistic in their thinking. Okay. Men will tend to be more, uh, they will think they're more practical, but they'll tend to be more material, uh, more problem solving. Women will tend to be more, let's say, artistic about it and do, do things by feel. Now, both of them put together are important. Right. If you know how to use that, 
it it works and it's fun. Well, is that that's part of the designing you were talking about? Exactly. So is this a conscious design process that people that a husband and wife have to sit down and 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 do on a regular basis? It really doesn't even take two. I can do it. I can change how I do things. It'll affect how he does things. It doesn't take two. We both don't have to be on the same page. What it does require, I think, is is an openness from at least one person who will automatically open up another person. We're actually genetically designed to form form social groups. We're form, to form families. We're designed genetically to love and cooperate with each other. And if if you understand that, if you understand that it's simply a matter of stepping back and imagining a more perfect life and then having fun with it, then other people respond to that and naturally begin to love and cooperate with you, open up to possibility. Now, that sounds extremely optimistic, somebody mm-hmm. in deep trouble, you know. Especially, yeah, mm-hmm. it, what happens in those types of relationships when there when it really is a big, big problem, deep trouble? Well, a systems... Uh, thinker knows that we fall into boom and bust cycles sometimes. Just Ro- like these, like roller coasters. Like, well, it's like uh, it's like the Maui uh, real estate explosion right now. Okay. It's a boom and bust cycle. It can happen with with uh, economic boom and bust cycles. It can happen just like that. It can happen with your marriage. What happens is you get angry, he gets angry, and you feed back to each other, and you and he gets angry or you get more angry. You speak with your friends who say, oh, my gosh, protect yourself. You close off more, and it turns into a negative cycle. It's called a negative feedback cycle or a reinforcing process. It's kind of what Wayne was talking about on a, on a spiritual Absolutely. level earlier about not watching news programs and getting yourself into it and angry at the terrorism that occurred in London because you it's, just get into that negative, what's the term you use? Negative yeah, feedback. feedback. And, that, yeah. and that's a systems term. Exactly. And it's used It's used in engineering. It can be used uh, to look at the weather. And it can be loose, used to look at a relationship. And the only way, uh, it happens with overpopulation, environmental degradation. It happens in wars. It's the same with marriage and divorce. Yeah. And the only way it can stop at any point is with a balancing process. That's it. And there are certain ways to, once you understand that process, you can step back and do that. And how do you how do you initiate that type of balancing process? I mean, that's that's a conscious thing where you both have to sit down and, honey, I need we need to talk, or no? I think uh, first of all, as a first of all, I'm a I'm a coach. I'm a business and life coach, so I'm I'm working with people all the time who are up against complex problems and complex lives. Mm-hmm. And the first thing really anybody has to do is step back and begin to take care of themselves. First, take care of themselves and, and, and eat right, sleep right, and get it together a bit and get a little bit of perspective to step back from the low mood kind of thinking that, 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 that enhances this negative. Because then you get into that yeah, negative feedback. You get into that loop. negative feedback. So you can immediately stop that negative feedback loop. Well, with, I just did yeah. that. I just mm-hmm. did that. I, I was sharing with the folks here mm-hmm. in the studio over the last few days. I've had monumental computer problems yeah. mm-hmm. uh, at my home office, and there's been a, a computer technician there who pretty much lives there, it seems. And it's just, and it just, and I so I didn't have a weekend. I spent all this time working on computer issues. And yesterday afternoon, by, and I didn't have any time to go and play or hang out. So yesterday afternoon, by around five o'clock, 
I was so fried, I, all I could do was basically crawl down to the beach and literally lay on the sand, and then an angel of a friend just magically appeared and massaged me. And when I took the time to relax, I felt so much better. Exactly. So you, so the first step when you're having these types of, of problems, whether they're, in my case, I guess, a, a work situation or just something that causes a lot of stress or a relationship issue, is you just take care of yourself. Exactly. Well, it's always the same. I've pretty much boiled it down to this. We're either relatively open or we're relatively closed, just like an amoeba. If an mm-hmm. amoeba is threatened, it closes down and retreats mm-hmm. and and rejects information to protect itself. But when the amoeba is safe, it's open and it can take in energy and information. What we need to do is we have consciousness. That means we can step back from our reactions, our anger, and we can get perspective and shift that. And when we shift that, we shift the relationships we're in. One thing we, uh, one thing that's wonderful about system science is you realize, just like the power of now, that you're continually creating your reality. Mm-hmm. And so you can basically snap your fingers and change that direction. Absolutely. My first ebook is coming out in just in a couple of weeks, and it's uh, seven instant relationship shifts. And it's just how to just in a moment. Turn your entire relationship around and play with it. What's, what's, give me one example of the seven. Oh, it's fun. My favorite is let him have the last word. If you find yourself in the middle of a spat and, you know, I've been married 30 years and I wrote the book, but gosh darn it, I'll find myself in a fight with my husband, you mm-hmm. know, usually because I'm grumpy mm-hmm. and he's grumpy at the same time and we're exhausted and we get into it and it spirals down into a bad thing. But, one fun thing to do, and it's it's something I've discovered recently, is let him have the last word. And what I do is I just shut up. <laughs> and he's still fighting. He's still saying it. And he knows exactly what to say to get me going again. And I just don't, I just say, um, I'm sorry. Maybe we can talk about it tomorrow or, you know, in the morning. I'm a little tired right now. I don't want to talk right now. And he'll say something like, oh, that's your M.O. You just avoid things. He'll say just the right thing because he knows and loves me to to get me going again. But you know what? I bite my tongue. I don't do it because it's a game. And then, and then he stops. It all kind of goes away. It's amazing how fast it stops. And then I want to say, aha, aha, I stopped it. I'm the conscious one. I'm together. But then I can't because then I lose because then I didn't have the last, I, you know, mm-hmm. didn't have the last, he didn't have the last word. And so what we do now is now he'll realize that I played the game and he'll laugh. And now I realize that he could play the game on me next and it's happened. So now, and then at the end of all that, we even forget what we've been fighting about. It no longer makes sense. What happens is is negative thinking is always slightly insane. But isn't that relationship that you just described predicated on the fact that you and your husband have a deep love for one another and all these other things are insignificant based on, you know, relative to the love that you share? Uh, no. So, no? I, I mean, I can play that game in a board meeting. Really? Yeah. And in fact, it's quite, it's quite effective in a board meeting to, to not necessarily play that particular game, but to use the basic principles mm-hmm. that I'm talking. In fact, uh, my favorite current quote is from Gandhi, 
And he said, everything I learned about nonviolence, I learned in my marriage. <laughs> and one of the reasons why I, I picked How to Live with a Man is to look at systems thinking within um, human systems, and it doesn't matter whether it's a marriage or a family or a business or a country. It's all the same kind of thinking. It's the same kind of reasoning. Lynn, we're going to take a break, but when we come back, I want to explore a little bit of how to appro- apply that type of systems thinking beyond a relationship to the you, the boardroom situation and businesses as well. Sure. You're listening to Conversations with Friends. I'm Jim Jacobson. We'll be right back. Do you dream of owning a home or consolidating debt with a refinance? Hawaii's premier mortgage company can make your dream of owning your home in paradise a reality, or they can help in the refinance of your existing home with their experience guaranteed lowest rates, exceptional customer service, and a little magic. Premier Mortgage can get you a home loan to fit your needs. To find out about Hawaii's premier mortgage, various loan programs, call Trisha Morris and the magicians at either office location. Call Premier Mortgage in Kihei at 874-8800 or in West Maui, call 665-8800. Are you looking for a luxury resort property in Wailea, McKenna, or Kapalua? Or maybe you have a home that you'd like to sell. Ron Calvert and Scott Dean of Caldwell Banker Island Properties at the Grand Wailea Resort Hotel offer you experience, integrity, and a proven track record. They can be reached at 875-7000. Ron and Scott can also assist you in staging your home to maximize its potential. They can be reached at 875-7000. Give them a call. Conversations with Friends with Mary Omwake is a presentation of Unity on Maui. We are a trans-denominational community and invite you to join us in Sunday morning celebration at 10 a.m. at the Maui Tropical Plantation in Waikapu. Unity also offers children's church and nursery services. If you'd like to join our families of sponsors on Conversations with Friends, please call us at Unity at 242-9327. Now, once again, on Conversations with Friends, here's Mary Olmwake. It's Jim Jacobson sitting in for Mary. Mary is taking today off, mending herself. She wasn't feeling too well, so her voice was a little hoarse, so we decided that uh, I would host the show again today. Joining us is Lynn Rasmussen, who is uh, 30. How long have you lived on the island, Lynn? Uh, 30 plus years. 30 plus mm-hmm. years. I, I knew the 32, 32 total, years. I think, now. That's a long time. You've seen a lot of changes. Uh, yeah. So she's, a, she's an author, she's a life coach. She's one of these people in Maui who is involved in so many different activities. The, the coaching is something that is so popular these days, and it's really funny. You, it's I won't go so far as to say it's like you can't run it. Everyone you run into is a real estate agent or a life coach, but it's pretty close. What is coaching all about? Well, it's a new profession. It's emerging. Some would say it has emerged. It's not well known on Maui really yet. Although there are a number of life coaches here on Maui, just go to the health food store and they have little they have exactly. little signs all over for, well, for all the coaches. What what does a coach do? Well, there are there is actual coach training and there is actually the International Coach Federation. Mm-hmm. So it is becoming more and more professionally recognized. A coach is coaching is different from mentoring. It's quite a bit different from counseling. A coach is involved with improving a person's 
and working with a person who wants to improve their life in any kind of way. So a mentor is more like an apprenticeship. So you're working with someone who who is yes. an expert in their field. Exactly. A mentor is an ex- is an expert. Okay. And so that and then a counselor generally the the basic psychological psychiatric model is, is how do you describe is that? It's basic it, uh, essentially it's diagnosis and treatment. Okay. Although although counseling can roll into coaching. Okay. Now, life coaching in, is a process. It's essentially, for me, the way I describe it, and I find it useful. I, of course, I'm a systems thinker, but I, f- I find it useful to think this way, is, is I work with life design. I find that people, people are pretty overwhelmed with their lives these days. You know, we have to reinvent everything we're doing, how to eat, how to exercise, how to, how to parent, partner, work, mm-hmm. how to invest, how to worship. Where nothing is written in stone, we have no more tradition that has flown out the window. That requires a different way of thinking. It, it's demanding a lot from us, and we, we don't even appreciate all the time what it requires. It's not built into our society to have these skills. It, it's really a matter of design, con- uh, Design competence, the ability to design your life on the run in the moment. And that's that, a that's skill. A, that's consci- making conscious choices all the time. Absolutely. So when you talk about design, this is fascinating. You were talking about design earlier as it applies to the whole systems approach. Mm-hmm. But now you're talking about design in a, in a, in a, from a life coaching perspective. Right. So you're constantly making conscious choices about what you're going to do with your time, how you're going to spend your energy What's next? Do you also take the, and that I would guess is on a granular level. Do you do you step back and look at a you know thirty thousand foot perspective as well? Well, the the process of coaching is um, essentially saying, what do you want ideally in your life, and building an ideal image of a more perfect life, and starting from where you are. And then having that picture in your mind, and you begin to naturally move in that direction. So many of us are... So we might call that a visualization. Exactly. Intention, intention. is what it can be called. Building Dr. That, Wayne Dyer, the power of intention. Absolutely. He's got it there. And But by consciously building this ideal image, then putting it on the back burner, so to speak, and doing our lives every day, we begin to design in the kinds of things that... that will get us to that point. You can write that intention down, put it in the drawer, and it'll be in your life in a year. Coaching is a way to fast-track that. Mm -hmm. And it's very interesting to sit down and consider the practical aspects of your life. I mean, right down to cleaning out your closet. I mean, one of the first things most of my clients do is, is drag stuff to the Salvation Army and get rid of the stuff they're tolerating. And the things getting in their way. So that's that's and, and I like pulling all this together. That's kind of a feng shui approach, really. I mean, yeah, that's looking yes. at feng shui and, and looking at how the little stuff in your house and your office yes. is congesting your life. You can go off and you can uh, meditate, and meditation's valuable. You know, your book uh, is valuable, especially if you're meditating with your dog. Exactly, or cat. exactly, it's valuable. However, you can meditate until the cows come home, and if your closet's a mess and there's no milk for the kids in the refrigerator and you don't have gas in your car and you're late for work, you're going to have a very difficult time maintaining yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, now I'm working with high-level executives frequently and people who are, are 
have high level, they make more money than I am and they're more famous than I am and, and more accomplished than I am. But they are dealing with complexity in their lives and, and frequently it comes down to the ability to say yes, to say no to what's coming in the door at any given second and to become conscious of that. And is there a process to get better at making those conscious choices correctly? Absolutely. It's a way of saying, of being aware of clearing the things that don't count and bringing in the things that do. And you're guided by, I would say, two things. The ideal image of a more perfect life or a more, more perfect business or a more perfect family. Mm-hmm. And, by the way, America works like this, a more perfect ideal country. A more perfect union. Exactly. Then we we move toward that in everyday decisions. Now, Now, it's not always smooth. It's not pretty. Life is a creative process. We go through rough times. But once you understand that evolution requires chaos, that it requires a lot of information coming in, and that sometimes we're a mess, but on the other side of the mess is a, is a higher level of operating, then life becomes way more interesting and way more hopeful. When you understand how complex systems work, you is get very optimistic. I heard a, a, one of the most brilliant people I'd ever encountered in my life several years ago, a guy by the name of Hawk. Oh, yeah. Would you consider him a, is he a systems thinker? Definitely. Okay, because his approach was, was almost beyond description, but he, he's a gentleman who actually started Visa. Right. Back where, he, years ago, he was president of Bank America, and he started what has now become Visa, and it was based loosely on all these banks interacting with each other where they can both compete and share data to create this wonderful thing that we all use today, credit cards. Mm-hmm. You can argue about the merits of credit cards, but it, as, a, as a massive system, it works. And he looked at things like fractals and nature yes. to really understand the chaos of it, and he developed this term, chaotic thinking, which is chaos and order. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're describing in terms of uh, coaching, in terms of organizing your life? There's a bit of chaos, but if you know there's order on the other side, Absolutely. it's okay. I just got back from uh, the annual International Society for System Sciences meeting, and there were there were business people there and sociologists and, and uh physicists and a whole variety of people from different walks of life looking at at complexity and i'm i was there applying it to marriage i was there applying it to everyday life to mm-hmm. family mm-hmm. and and the systems that the way of looking at the world that Dehawk has is the same way of looking at the world that these people have and we're trying to put it into into functional terms so that we can we can deal with the complexities that we're up against here, the complexities of overpopulation of the institutions, industrial age institutions of things like marriage and businesses that are deteriorating. They aren't meeting our needs. And 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 what we're saying, what I'm saying about marriage is that that the problem right now is not the is the institution of marriage, the roles and the rules of and structures that that we think marriage is but marriage itself can be redesigned mm-hmm. it can be it can be a different thing and a quite wonderful process if we can 
we can reconceive what marriage is. It sounds like you're on the cutting edge of this. It doesn't sound like a lot of folks who are looking at a systems approach when it comes to the more pedestrian thing of relationships. And I use pedestrian loosely and, and because that's obviously one of the most important things that we have on a human level. Mm-hmm. I feel that if if we can do it here with with our loved ones mm-hmm. in the immediate time, like Gandhi, we can move the world. Mm-hmm. It's the same. It's the same process it it and as a wife as a mother as a community member i feel it it's extremely important to walk into this new world with a a way to function that fits this mm-hmm. fast moving quickly changing arena that we're in and design is a very modern a post postmodern cutting edge way of thinking and and it resonates with people they like it and it's what we're doing anyway. We're just not very good at it yet. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating. Lynn, if mm-hmm. people want to get in touch with you, how, how can they do that? Well, I have a website going up in the next couple of weeks, howtolivewithaman.com. It's not up yet. You can reach me by just looking in the Maui uh, phone book under Lynn Rasmussen. I'm also at Lynn Rass, L-Y-N-N-R-A-S, at Maui.net. Okay. So it's easy to get in touch. Very easy. Well, Lynn, as you've been here in Maui for a long time, so you've watched the evolution. I know lots of people know you and your husband on Maui. So I thank you for coming and being with us today on Conversations with Friends. Thank you. It's been a thrill. I want to remind you tonight about the 4T program. That's at 645 till 9 p.m. starting tonight for the next 12 weeks. There's a preview at 6 p.m. And then again, our special guest this Sunday is Wayne Dyer. It's at 1030 a.m. at the Maui Arts and Cultural Center Castle Theater. That's 1030, not 10 like normally, but 1030 at the MAC. Uh, join us. He's also going to be joined by his daughter, Sky Dyer, and Kurt Lee, the entire Unity Choir, Virgie Cantora, and the Hula Hui. I'm Jim Jacobson. I thank you for listening. Mary Omwake will be back next Tuesday. Have a great day. You've been listening to Conversations with Friends with Mary Omwake, a weekly opportunity for people of Maui to explore ways to live more enriched lives. Conversations with Friends is brought to you by Unity of Maui at 483 High Street in Wailuku. Unity is a transdenominational spiritual community inviting you to join us in Sunday morning celebration at the Maui Tropical Plantation in Waikapu. That'll be at 10 a.m. this Sunday and every Sunday. And if you'd like a complimentary copy of Unity's inspirational monthly publication, The Daily Word, call Unity at 242 242- 9327. That's 242 9327. Or visit us on the World Wide Web at www.unityonmaui.org. Thanks for listening.